What's up, party people? Welcome to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. We have another kick-ass episode for you guys this week. We've got lots of Red Sox recap, a Jags win, and Kaylee Allard is here with us for a significant portion of the show. So let's have a good one. Let's go, y'all. Y'all know what it is. (laughs) It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. <laughs> Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place they all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, long time no see. It's been like <laughs> maybe 24 hours since I saw you. Do you miss me? How you been? What, what'd you do today? Today? Today, I went to the doctor's. Um, that was about nice. it. Oh, I got my outfit for Harry Styles. I'll have to send you a picture of it, actually. I need to return the shirt because I don't like it that much, but I got cute pants and I just need to figure out what shoes I'm going to wear. Mm. I'm so excited. That that, that was is, my big outing of the day. <laughs> that is so fun. I love that. Well, so what are you drinking tonight? I have something a little bit different. I was very drunk last night so I'm not drinking actual alcohol tonight believe it or not I don't like to drink too much on the weekdays I'm drinking one of these like (laughs) poppy things have you seen these on like socials it's like a prebiotic soda it's like I guess like sparkling apple cider vinegar with like raspberry juice I've never I feel like I might have seen them on TikTok or something like you know those like TikTok girls that like are like here's my day in life when I wake up at 6 a.m and I'm in bed by 10. <laughs> I feel like I've seen them do it I've seen them drinking it but I've never seen them in stories or anything um yeah I don't know I saw it at Whole Foods today and I was like I don't I'm not drinking alcohol alcohol tonight so maybe I'll grab one of these and see how she goes I don't love it but it's like not the worst thing I've ever had um, I probably mm-hmm. won't buy it again, but what are you drinking this week? Um, I'm actually almost done with it now. It's the truly raspberry lime seltzer. I'm about to switch mm. over to the Bud Light black cherry seltzer. I'm not a big black cherry person though. So I'm trying to try to milk this for as long as I can. I got you. Your tweet last week cracked me up about how like after we record is like hilarious because it's, you're just like randomly buzzed on a random <laughs> weeknight and we totally got called <laughs> out for being recording on Wednesdays, yeah. but it just thursday today but also i'm like how do people not know that because we always post like recording pictures on wednesdays or thursdays like have you guys not been paying as much attention as you pretend to because you would know that all right and we do our mailbag stuff like you should know that hoes jk i love you guys you're not hoes (laughs) unless you want to love you then yeah love you guys sorry um so (laughs) i don't none of your seltzer rankings are changing i don't think i have anything changing because i as you guys will find out later in the show had Coors light to drink last night so yeah nope i'm always have the same seltzers at my house plus i dd'd last night so i'm like yeah i'll have a couple tonight why not live it up (laughs) <laughs> oh sarah going crazy up. 
I would say sitting in my basement alone watching the like Dodgers Braves game just buzzed for no reason. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Andrews is on my TV. So um, I'm watching Thursday Night Football. It's Broncos Browns right now. Um, before we talk about football, though, we do have in our show notes to talk about some MLB stuff. I sent you this tweet that I saw our friend retweet today that was talking about um, some stuff going on with the Rangers. There was a tweet today that obviously went around the MLB. It was for uh, Spirit Day for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and I guess that they were the only people who didn't, they kind of were just subtle about the tweet. I, How do you feel about this? Yeah, you know, I saw because I saw obviously I follow a lot of people on baseball Twitter and I'm definitely on the correct side of baseball Twitter where I saw a lot of people calling it out this morning as soon as the Rangers put out that tweet. But then Jeff Passan actually made another tweet about it because he called him out too. I'm like, at least you have like these big names like him, Ken Rosenthal. They're all like the Rangers completely missed the ball on this and it's absolutely on purpose. But Jeff Passan actually tweeted and said the COO for the Rangers is on like he's MLB's like diversity inclusion committee like one of the big guys on it which I was like of course he is of course he is one of the diversity inclusion committee that's like nine straight white guys just in a room who think just changing a profile picture like changing the color or something is this big big to do but no it's not surprising because it is the Rangers and that organization you know Obviously, things in Texas are very different than they are, say, here in Massachusetts. But even the Astros, like, they, like, put a link to, like, resources for LGBTQ plus community. Like, if you need, like, help, whatever, anything like that. The Rangers just completely pretend, like, oh, this is an anti-bullying campaign. Like, Mm -hmm. at that point, just don't post anything. (laughs) You know you're going to get called out. Yeah, legit. It's, like either do it or don't say it with your chest or don't. Um, I, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. I just thought that this was, you know, like, can you just like shut up about politics for one day? Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just ignorant. Um, I also want to take this time to say thank you to anyone who's listening to this for the support that I received on my video of my coming out situation last week Sarah and I talked about this last night it was just I I still don't have words I I was saying that I think it's going to take me some time to process this but I was just so overwhelmed by the support that I received I think that video is close to like 90,000 views or something which is insane like crazy so um I just wanted to say thank you guys and that it has been a lot scarier in my head for 25 years everyone who reached out and shared you know personal thoughts or moments with me anyone who reached out to support or anything like that thank you so much I think we only had like two really like off the wall comments some like weird conservative crazy person was like LMFAO and then someone else was like what's your only fans which is kind of fucking funny but like fucked up um but yeah I I just wanted to say thanks Sarah I don't know if you have any thoughts on anything or no I obviously that was all I'm very happy for you just because of the reception. I'm happy that you feel you're in a better place now that you're able to say that. And I think it's really nice that, like you said, we only got two bad responses on that video and they weren't even like one of them at least wasn't even like that bad. I think they're just trying Mm -hmm. to make a joke, but just in general, I feel like it also kind of just speaks to the fact that we've like cultivated audience, like the right kind of audience, you know, like it was 
outpouring of just support and love in every message and it was just making me like so secondhand happy for you I don't know it was just so sweet and I'm so happy for you thanks yeah it was a really good day like that was that was a really good day um so thanks to everyone for the kind words really appreciate it more than you guys will ever know um but moving on with our MLB stuff obviously last week last Thursday I went to work and then stayed at the bar to watch the Giants Dodgers game five which didn't end so well for me and other Giants fans um Sarah I know you saw that strike that was called that I don't believe was a strike I don't know how you feel um but I wanted to ask you about that and how you feel about like the this conversation had sort of not started this week but you know started to pick up this week about like robotic umpires and stuff like that yeah you know that was I don't I feel like calls like that do happen in the regular season and it's like whatever when you're in the postseason and you're down to like the most crucial at bat because now we've seen that happen twice in the last week more obviously so in the Giants game because that was literally their last chance at continuing on their season but even like the other day with the Red Sox game on that with Evaldi I'm like you cannot have these umps up there because there's plenty of statistics and data that show like who's a good umpire you know you can look there's rankings of them with like statistical data like this guy has an 86% accuracy rate. Okay, then he shouldn't be at the home plate as the umpire in a do or die like game. That's just a matter of fact. I think there's plenty of umpires that could have done a better job. Like I'm not really for robot umps, but then situations like that where you end a season because this guy's on a fucking power trip and is changing up the strike zone the whole game, you know, that's not okay. And that's what happened in that game. And then the other day, who knows, like going into Houston right now with like the Red Sox, I think it could be a whole different feel if that game went as it should have. What was that game for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's moments like that that I'm like, there should be robot ums, which I don't want them. But if these guys are the ones deciding postseason like faith, then yeah. Yeah. So I was at game three. You were at game four. What was, I mean, obviously I can assume what the reaction was like around Fenway, but like what you were there. Can you like, what was that? What were people, were people freaking the fuck out? Oh my God. So obviously, you know, I'm like a huge Evaldi fangirl, like shamelessly. I fangirl very few players, but Evaldi's one of them. And you have him coming in, you know, he's your best pitcher. Like obviously you don't want to see him in this closing situation, but it was, you needed him in that moment. That was such a crucial at back. He struck him out like four fucking times. And then he gets the go ahead run, like gets the guy on base, whatever. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Everyone just started booing, like freaking the fuck out. And that was like this, I think they said total, that guy had 23 missed calls that night. And one of them almost got Cora kicked out of the park, but he didn't because originally it was on JD. And JD was like, that was a fucking ball. That was a fucking ball. He starts fighting with them. And then Cora comes out. I was like, don't. Like, we can't get you kicked out of this game. And then Cora starts yelling at him. And they start going at it. And, like, Vasquez pulls him away. In any other situation, Cora absolutely would have been kicked out of that game. But the ump knew he was wrong. Like, he couldn't yeah. kick him out because he knew he was wrong. Mm-hmm. And then he calls that fucking ball on a baldy. Like, probably around the same area that he called a strike. 
on JD. I'm just so fucking pissed. I'm still yeah. so pissed about it. And I hate being that person that's like whining about ums, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it fucking sucks when that's the deciding factor in such important games. Yeah. Like that. Oh, everyone was pissed the fuck off. And then you bring in fucking Martin Perez is the waving white flag. And it's like, all right, game over. You wasted all your good pitchers in this game four. I think Corey could have managed that game a little better in general, just his use of the pitchers. But once you bring in Martin Perez, I'm like, all right, sure. Why the fuck not? Let's just throw it away. Like it was still a winnable game at that point. But then Perez left like six, seven runs. I'm like, what the fuck ever? This might as well happen. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason I was so pissed off about that call in the Giants game is because it's like it almost hurt it. Like, yeah, we were playing on how like with house money, but it's like it hurts more when you didn't expect to be there in the first place. And then like mm-hmm. that's how your fucking season ends. No, that's it's inexcusable. And the fucked up part of it, I think the most fucked up part of it is you make players go to the postseason, uh, it's not postseason, post conferences. You make coaches, whatever. Um, sir, never held responsible for this shit. They mm-hmm. never have to face the media. There's never any backlash. The chance of them losing their job are like slim to none. I do love the idea of umpires having to like talk to the media. That's a huge point. I actually love that. Oh, I absolutely think they should. I've been saying that. I actually wrote an article about it a couple of years ago because, again, it was some, like, random postseason call that I'm like, you just cost this team their season, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't see why they aren't held accountable. Like, they yeah. have the most important job next to the players when they're on the field. Yeah, it's true. Um, so you and I obviously were both at game five last night. Um, just – I – you know what? Like I have doubted the Red Sox and I've been so wrong about it. I've said that on here before. Like I I've been wrong. And it's like, I don't think the Red Sox have been playing the best baseball, but like, I, I just straight up have been wrong about it. They've, they've played, you know, to this point, which is very impressive. Obviously we've said before that, you know, nobody thought they would be here, but like, I just don't know how you go back to Houston and you're one loss away from, you know, you, you've got two games, you know, you can, you've got to win two away now. I mean, that's just, I think any smart person would be like, you know, as, as good and as clutch as, or lucky or whatever you want to call it as this team has been. It's like, I, I just, the, what I've seen the last two nights, I don't know. Yeah, no, I know JD did say today. He's like, people can count us out. That's fine. Our backs have been up against the wall for this whole season, which I wouldn't say this whole season because that whole first half, they were dominating, but definitely the second half. I think, again, like you said, we've all been counting them out and then they come out swinging. They've done, they have won two games in a row on the road in the playoff situation. It does just suck because it's the fucking Astros and they're such a good team. But when you look at it, like game four, I think that call is such a pivotal moment. That sucks that that's was what the deciding thing was there. But I think that loss was on the ump and bringing in Martin Perez to just be like, fuck it, win tomorrow. Yesterday, it wasn't even like the pitching, not till the end, at least. Again, when you bring in Martin Perez, wave the white flag, but you just didn't want to waste anyone at that point. It's like the Red Sox had two bad innings, but then they didn't score. Like they weren't hitting. I'm like, you kind of had a feeling that was going to happen when they're hitting multiple grand slams in this game. And then all of a sudden the offense goes dead. But at the same time, like people like, you know, I love Hunter Renfro more than anything. Love Hunter Renfro. There's no reason for him to be in the lineup. 
And I know Corey said, he's like, I'm not making any changes for Friday. Like it's going to be the same way. There's no reason to be stubborn. Like admit that you're wrong. Like this is a do or die game. Make whatever changes you need. Try out anyone, you know, bring in anyone to pitch besides Martin Perez, who quite frankly should not even be getting on the fucking plane to Houston. I don't know. I feel like their biggest problem the last two days has just been the offense and then the cherry on top of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if everyone's just slumping at the wrong time. I'm like, four fucking days ago, you're all smashing grand slams and now it's nothing. Like, they didn't even get, like, a hit out of the infield to, like, the sixth inning yesterday or whatever it was. Whatever. Rafi had the only actual hit or run the entire game. Like, that is inexcusable. And you got a good start from Chris Sale, which is the most you can ask yeah. for, you know. Mm-hmm. He went six innings, let up three runs. That's fine. That's perfect. That's more yeah. than anyone expected from him. And you did not capitalize off of that. And now you have Evaldi going tomorrow. So if they lose because of the offense, I'm going to be obviously so fucking sad. But, like, that's on them. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know I agree. I, I You took the words right out of my mouth. Um, my only other comment about this game was as I was like, we, I think have just, we share a brain at this point because we posted Instagram pictures three minutes apart this morning without even talking about it. (laughs) Um, and I didn't realize that on mine, I posted the guy next to us with his (laughs) ass crack on my fucking Instagram page. And by the time I noticed it already had like 300 likes and people were commenting about it. So I was like, well, fuck it. There's nothing I can do about it now. And so now I have some random <laughs> old man's ass crack on my fucking Instagram account. And you tweeted me back or commented on my Instagram or something that he's like squished you or something. And then like, obviously the people of Twitter or Instagram or whatever kind of just ran with it. And I've been like talking about ass crack guy all day. I cannot <laughs> believe I fucking did that. No, it was so funny because you post that. I didn't notice the ass crack either until you're like, holy shit. And then I saw it and I went back and looked. I was like, well, that's the fucker who stepped on me like fully. Like, I was like, do you not see me? I've been standing next to you this entire fucking game. And just out of nowhere, first of all, I was reading his text because he had his phone out like right in front of my face. <laughs> and I don't mean to do that. But I'm like, when you have the big ass, because he was, had the big ass text. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Not read it. So obviously <laughs> I was reading it. And he texts someone, he goes, hey, can I borrow 3K? <laughs> what? Like, Get hold of this guy. Like, you're standing on the fucking monster. Meanwhile, you're asking people for 3K. And then, like, two minutes later, I, like, move my drink a little to the side just because I want a better view. He moves it back. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right. So I was like, all righty then. I'm just going to stick to my little bubble. And then something happened, and he, like, goes like this and just fully steps on me looks at me looks at me as if I did something wrong and then just turns away (laughs) not a sorry you're going to give me a dirty look I've been here the whole time (laughs) ass crack man must be found must be found and he should be tried for his crimes yes many (laughs) yes Absolutely. I am with you, sister. Internet, find us ass crack, man. We won his ass crack on a silver fucking platter. <laughs> um, I think my only other thing I wanted to ask you about before we move into some NFL stuff um, was like, do you think that they lose this next game or do you think it goes to a game seven still? The Red Sox? Yeah. 
I think they'll win the next game just because I have so much faith in Nathan Evaldi that I think he could carry them. If they could get like, granted, I don't think anyone's really gone seven innings at this point. There's been barely any starters to have, but if you could get at least six innings out of him and then Tanner Houck's on like five days of rest at this point, Mm -hmm. bring him in, let Garrett Whitlock close it out. Fuck it. And then if there's a game seven, everyone's available except Nathan Evaldi at that point in my eyes. So yeah, that's yeah. how I'm looking at it. It just, I guess, all matters on the offense and if they decide to show up. Yep. Um, I think that is all I have to say about the MLB. I will quickly, quickly move into some NFL stuff because my AirPods are dying. Um, so <laughs> Thursday night football last week was the Bucks Eagles game that I was also simultaneously watching with the Dodgers Giants game. Um, I think my only comment on this was like the fucking Bucks looked like they had it into like the third quarter. And then for a minute, Jalen Hurts like chased them for like a majority of the second half to the point where I think that they were probably going to tie the game or beat them last week. And they mm-hmm. got lucky and were able to kneel, but it, I was shocked. Like I, I like, I want to believe that the Bucks are still good because obviously like they have so much talent and stuff, but there have been some games like in the fourth quarter where so many teams have like almost made a comeback on them that I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I have not, I don't think I watched any football last week. But... You didn't even watch the Patriots game? Oh, I saw the end of it. I watched yeah. the very last quarter. Yeah, I was going to ask you about it. Did you watch overtime at all? No. <laughs> mm. Well, they lost to the Cowboys, and I, I think the Cowboys are good, so it's like, I think the Patriots are, like, kind of fake good, and I think that this kind of solidified that they're not as good as people here that are homers seem to think they are. Mm-hmm. Like, Mac Jones isn't God. Like, he's a rookie, you know? Like, you've got a lot of injuries and stuff like that, Um, but I think the Cowboys are good, so I don't think that it's a loss that they should beat themselves up about because I do think that they'll probably win that division. Um, so I don't know, like it was an, it was like an ugly game, but you know, whatever the most important thing that happened last week was the motherfucking Jacksonville Jaguars won the most dog shit football game I have ever seen in my entire life. And it was fucking awesome. <laughs> I was miserable the entire time. And then we finally made Wait, a field I watched goal. that game. Yes, you did. I watched that game. That's the one game I actually did watch. <laughs> fucking the most dog shit football game I have ever seen in my entire life. And I don't even fucking care. I'm going to celebrate. <laughs> we snapped the 20th losing, like the 20 game losing streak. Urban Meyer got a fucking win. Of course, Trevor Lawrence's first fucking win would be in London against a team that's a <laughs> six hour fucking drive from us. But you know what? Fuck it. We won a football game. I am a winner this week. The Jaguars cannot lose this week either because they are on bye. So everyone suck my dick. The Jacksonville Jaguars are winners for two weeks, baby. (laughs) Hell yeah. Victory weeks. Victory weeks. Victory screech. Um, If you watch SpongeBob, you get that. If you don't, I'm so sorry that you had to hear that. We also cut Josh Lambeau this week, which is our old kicker that was like just money for so long, but like he's the one who like cheated on his wife and stuff. And a lot of people were pissed off about it, but I'm like, okay, see ya. Like you've been playing like shit. Kickers are a dime a dozen. I'm pretty sure the kid that won the game for us last week was like an engineer two weeks ago. So like, fuck it. Let's roll (laughs) with him, whatever. Um, So also I had in my notes, did you see or have you not that apparently there's another video of Urban Meyer and that girl that leaked that's like 
worse than the first one and like screenshots of like very suggestive text messages that are like at risk of being leaked no I didn't know any of this yep that's the big news this week like if I'm the Jags owner I am like gonna buy that shit from that girl no joke yeah yep get him out of his contract at this point yep get him out of his contract on like a clause so you don't have to pay him all that money and get him the fuck out of there so I want all of that um immediately I guess Shelly Meyer was the one who like reached out to her family or something about like not spreading it or sharing it or something which just goes to show that mm-hmm. she's fucking sketchy <laughs> um quick other comments the lions are now zero and six very depressed for them that sucks they're the only other team or the only team now left that hasn't won a game um the ravens game last week was pretty shocking because they played the chargers who are really good and like beat the wheels off of them like it was not it was not even like a game it was fucking unreal um and Mm -hmm. like my only question that I had written down about this is like are the Ravens good or was this just like an off day for the Chargers because I'm leaning towards like it just being an off day for the Chargers like don't get me wrong I think the Ravens are a really good team but I just think that like something wasn't clicking for them that day I don't know so that's my only comment about that game. Um, the Cardinals coaching staff caught COVID last week and they still managed to stay unbeaten against the Browns. And it was in Cleveland too. And I think that the Cardinals are just like really scary. Like Kyler's probably my MVP. And like the Cardinals would probably, like if I had to pick like a Super Bowl winner today, which obviously I don't, I still think that like they're the best. I just think they're the best team right now. Like even the roster is sick. Like they're good. Mm-hmm. Like I am very impressed by them um only other i have two more comments about the nfl last week the raiders got a w and an away game after all the gruden drama and their special teams coach took over as their interim head coach um i think this is like a huge win for that team obviously their fans the city and sports in general like i I have it written down that that might be like a dramatic take that's how i feel sarah how Mm. do you feel about that Mm. <laughs> I, think I don't great. have a... yeah i mean like if if like your team after all that drama with john gruden gets a w away like that's that's kind of sick like good for you guys oh yeah no that's great for them it's just like i don't know do you think it's weird in the clubhouse <laughs> no i think it's probably great like they're probably ready to like happy to just be like moving on and winning you know i think that's like the ultimate fuck you yeah that's true no, I so, feel like they probably did handle that the best way possible. Yeah, so I think that that's, like, good for them. Um, kind of a dub for, you know, people who are pissed off about it. Um, I'm currently watching this week's Thursday Night Football game. The Browns are up 7-0 on the Broncos. Um, every other game this week is kind of boring, but I will still probably spend my entire day on my couch with Scott Hansen. The Jags are on a bye, so, Yeah um world's quickest college football recap Auburn had a huge win last week against Arkansas that was a lot of fun Iowa fell to Purdue not really what I was expecting but I guess that's like what you watch college football for like I was beat the piss out of like so many ranked people and then like unranked Purdue just like pulls out a dub I don't know I think that's kind of fun even though like I was kind of like I I always like I've been saying that Iowa was overrated but I always kind of cheer for those teams who are like randomly good for no reason so I don't know Um, Michigan state stayed undefeated. I think that they haven't been respected enough in their AP rankings. Like even this week, I think that they're like barely inside of the top 10 and they're like, they haven't lost a game. So that's kind of pissed me off about what I've seen. Um, Dilly shout out of the week, LSU upset (laughs) Florida last week. So good for you guys. I think BC is also finally like, 
I don't know. They've obviously had like a really strong start to the season, but the wheels have kind of fallen off for them. So I don't know. That's kind of fun. Um, quickly glancing at the AP poll for this week, Georgia is number one, like as they should be Cincinnati moving to two, I think is fucking sweet. Oklahoma's at three, Alabama at four. Um, other comments here, like, I don't know. I think Michigan State's probably better than Michigan at six, Penn State five and one at seven. I don't believe in Oklahoma State. Iowa fell from two to 11, which is fucking crazy. Um, anything else that I think is random? Oh, Auburn's back in the top 25, which is dope. And then some team called UTSA, never heard of them, is at 24. And Purdue is at 25, which I think honestly is just because of their win last week. I don't think that that's going to stay that way this week, especially because I think I have it written down that, yeah, they're playing Wisconsin. And I just think that Wisconsin's a better team. Like, so I don't think that they're going to stay in that spot very long. Um, what else? I'm probably going to watch. Oh, this is what I'm watching that this week. I'm definitely going to watch that. Cincinnati at Navy, definitely going to watch. Um, I'm going to watch Oklahoma State at Iowa State because Iowa had like a lot of hype early in the season. Like college game day was there and when they played Iowa mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I think it's like super competitive to like probably watch this game. Um, even though like I still think Oklahoma State's overrated. Like I'm curious like how this is going to go. And I also really want to know what the spread is because that could be interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be watching that game. I'm going to watch LSU at Old Miss because SE, so blah, 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 boards are hard. SEC football, <laughs> duh. LSU just upset Florida. And I don't know if you know this. So LSU has had the same head coach for quite some time. He's like, obviously the one who like won the national championship with Joe Burrow and stuff. Yeah but he is just playing out the rest of the season and then like leaving after the season. Cause they're letting him go. So I think that like, that oh, might be, really? yeah. And they just said that this week. So I think that that like could be something that like the players might play for in this game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that on here as a kind of must watch situation. Um, other than that, that is all of the college football things that that was a quick recap this week. I did pretty good with that. (laughs) That was quick. That was very quick. Yeah. So, um, do you have any other closing comments (laughs) before we get into our interview and the rest of the show? I do not. All right. Well then let's go to our interview segment. Drum roll, please. What's up, everybody? We have a special guest to announce. Kaylee Allard is here for the rest of the show with us. Kaylee, how's it going? It is going great. Uh, Tomorrow's Friday, and I'm so ready, and I'm so honored that you queens had me here today. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, I think I have to ask you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, Are you drinking anything? I know that this is a drinking show. Are you, do you have a seltzer or anything? So I was going to grab something, but I went with a water because I have the mm. smallest bladder ever. And if I were, <laughs> I, it's terrible. If I were to drink on here, I'd be like bathroom, like it's terrible. So I will be drinking later though. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite seltzer? Uh, it's gotta be okay. I love Trulies, um, but I love the punch flavors. I just tried those and I would have to say that is my number one, but I also love the Corona seltzers. They have a blackberry lime flavor and I'm like addicted to that one. So that's a big one for me. 
I don't think I've had the Corona seltzers yet. I have a truly right here, but I've never had the Corona ones. They're pretty yeah. good. I mean, they're yeah. all pretty much the same, but I love that mm-hmm. flavor that they have. I have had the Corona seltzers. I really like those, but I actually, and I hope that I'm not like shitting on them too hard, but I hate Trulies. I hate them. Why? Do you? Yeah, I think that they taste like, I don't know, like if juice and lighter fluid had like a love child. <laughs> I feel like there's so many flavors though. Like, have you tried all the flavors? Because some of them are kind of gross, but others are good. Like this one, the raspberry lime one's good. Uh, and I don't that's know what why, else I've tried, but that's why I was drinking Coors Light last night, is because they only sell Trulies on the Monster as far as like seltzers go. And I just hate them so much. Mm. I drank fucking Coors Light. And they're probably like $18. And you're like, I'm not paying $18 for a seltzer. <laughs> I got shit on for not drinking a seltzer last night. And I didn't know how to be like, yeah, because truly blows. But like, I guess like, there it is. <laughs> you are not allowed to have a pod named Saturdays and Seltzers. You're done. You're done. Yep. That's it. Cancel. Cancel. <laughs> no sponsor for you. <laughs> truly, if you're watching this, there goes a sponsor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. So... I want to know, I first have in our show notes, what are your thoughts on the McAvoy contract? So I, just like everyone else, I'm so excited and happy for him. Um, Eight years, 76 million, the man got paid uh, and he deserves it. Um, Especially seeing last night, the kind of defensive lack the Bruins had against the Flyers. Uh, That was one of the main issues during the games last night. So um, they didn't make a lot of great moves at the trade deadline with defense. So locking him down in his prime is such a big deal. I believe he's only 23. Um, I mean, we're going to have that man slays in his 30s. So we're going to watch him grow up from baby McAvoy to like a full blown <laughs> stallion, but he pretty much already is. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was super excited. And just because other, all the other best defense in the league have pretty much the same contract. So like Charlie deserves that, if not more, like I would have been okay if it was even more like Seth Jones, well, he's a, he's abysmal and he has the same contract. <laughs> so <laughs> you're probably going to say that. Yeah, I was say I read your article the other day comparing McAvoy oh. to Seth Jones. I was laughing just because I was like, that is so funny that they like I almost feel bad for Charlie that they got the same contract. Like it's a good like on both ends. But I'm just like, oh my God, Seth Jones does not deserve that kind of money. Charlie's like, bro, that's it. Like I am worth so much more. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm hype. He he is like the future. So like not to compare him to Chara because they play different type of games, but he's like the next go-to D-man. And like he's gonna mentor the young guys that come into to play, like in the near future. So I'm really excited to watch him grow and learn in Boston. Yeah, and like you said how like he's the future of the Bruins. I feel like him and Pasta are the two main like faces I see for the future. Do you feel like Brandon Carlo is a part of that? Because, like, I'm not sure. I want Whoa. him to be, but. How are you guys leaving Swayman out here? I well, guess Swayman's still so young. I'm just, <laughs> like, people that are already established. Swayman's, like, what, 22? He's well, not under some yeah. big contract yet. I know, but I still think he's, like, going to be, like, the future of the team if he keeps playing like this. He should be he in that conversation. Be. Yeah, exactly. He should be in that conversation. Too good leaving us. 
my man Tuca is leaving us, but, but no, I think Carlo, I think, I mean, cause he, he's been wearing the A and I think they do see a lot of leadership in him. Um, I know that he's kind of mm-hmm. been flaky on defense, but I, I think he's tough. He's a big guy. He's gritty. And we lost him in the Islander series. And that was really detrimental. Um, the yeah. defense did not hold up in the Islander series, especially cause they have a somewhat bigger team than the Bruins did. And they were also a little more physical. So I do see Carlo having a future as well. Obviously, I think McAvoy is better, but I think I think McAvoy is more like the offensive type defenseman, whereas Carlo is going to like hit people and be a big body in front. So but yes, Swayman is also the future. So (laughs) I would put him in that category as well. (laughs) How did you get into hockey? So, well, I'm originally from Connecticut, born and raised in Wallingford, Connecticut, Um, I moved down south a little over a year ago to Charleston, South Carolina, because I got sick of the cold, but I honestly miss New England so much. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I I actually was a really big baseball fan at first. Um, The Yankees, I know I'm a Yankees fan, I know. (laughs) The Yankees were like, the Yankees were a dynasty around the time I was born. I was born in 96. So baseball was really big in my household. And we were always Bruins Mm -hmm. fans. Like we still watch Bruins games, but like, it was baseball. That was like the big thing at the time. So I grew up a baseball girl, but one day I was like, you know, what? I'm going to start watching. Like I followed the Bruins, but I didn't pay attention. I didn't like watch every mm-hmm. game. So I'm like, I'm going to start paying attention because I've always loved sports anyways. And I think it was like 2008 or 2009. And I just sat down to watch a game with my dad. And I was like, I'm hooked. Like, this is so much fun. People are hitting each other. They're swearing, <laughs> like it's fast paced. And I, I just, I was like mesmerized. And I was like, dad, when, when do they play next? I have to watch the next game with you. So it just like snowballed from there. And I mainly fell in love with Milan Lucic. Um, yes. I had such a crush Same. on him. Me Same. too. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Okay. Like he, that man, he still is gorgeous, but I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was a puck bunny at first. Okay. I fell in love with Lucic <laughs> before anything. So once I saw Lucic and then I learned the game, it was, it was a wrap. So that's how I got into hockey and here I am. So <laughs> I love that. That's how I got into hockey too, was because I literally was obsessed with Milan Lucic. Like him over everyone. That was your player. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's him. amazing. <laughs> yep. I think he was the first guy I ever had a crush on. Yes, he's oh my god, you can't resist he's that. Still man, so, so handsome. Mm-hmm. Right? Even with that big ass nose, I'm like, mm, let me kiss that mm. nose. <laughs> <laughs> let me lick your schnoz, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so yeah, funny. yeah, he was mesmerizing. He hooked me in. <laughs> What's your like favorite <laughs> hockey chirp? Oh god. Well, I don't know if you guys have seen, there's like an NHL chirps video and it's actually with Matt Martin on the Islanders and he's talking to a player on the Red Wings. And I can't remember who it was for the life of me, but it's one of my favorite videos ever. And he just looks at him and he's like, you were in the minors longer than me, buddy, go dye your hair. (laughs) And he, it's like some older (laughs) guy with gray hair. So he's like, go dye your hair. And then there's also Sean Thornton. There's a Sean Thornton one, and he's talking to Thomas Placanic on the Canadians. This is like back when they had their big rivalry, and he would always wear a turtleneck mm-hmm. under his jerseys. And he would. Uh, there's another video of him like chirping him about his turtleneck, and he had like a handlebar mustache too. And he's like, I don't know if you can be five four and have a handlebar mustache. I don't think that works, buddy. <laughs> That's. I saw awesome. that clip. I know it when you're talking that? about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I love just like all those like trash talk videos. Like that's what makes the sport so great. They're just so (laughs) brutal sometimes. (laughs) That's so funny. That's so Um, funny though, that you went from like baseball to hockey. Cause I feel like it's like two like extremes. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like five hour game, like (laughs) super slow. And then to like rough and tough, like, and I think that's what drew me in. So I was like, I need to change. (laughs) Did you play any sports as a kid? Yeah, I played softball uh, all throughout elementary and middle school. And I also played field hockey and I was a field hockey goalie. So I've always had a thing for goalies. (laughs) Yeah, I I was like waddling in my giant pads and like (laughs) tripping over myself. Like it was pathetic. (laughs) Oh my God. The field hockey goalie pads are gigantic, especially the legs. Yeah, well. Um, is field hockey similar to lacrosse? Cause I know like we wore the lacrosse goggles or whatever you want to call them. Like, mm-hmm. do you know if they're similar I would say, at all? I know, I know women's lacrosse, obviously super similar. Like I think the only difference really is the goalie padding for lacrosse women's yeah. is like way less than is field hockey. But yeah, other than that, true. I think it's pretty much the same. That's true. So I could say I kind of played lacrosse and say I know a little about it. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I know nothing. That's why I love your content. <laughs> oh, she is the queen of lacrosse, dude. I'm telling you. Right? Like oh. she went from like baseball to like lacrosse. I'm like, she can do everything. <laughs> what can't she do? Got you a right? girl who does both. Um, so the Bruins play the Sharks on Sunday. I am a Sharks fan. Do you have any thoughts about, you know, early, early thoughts before Sunday about this game? I mean, I think it's a winnable game, but I also thought the Flyers game was going to be winnable. So I know that Nick Felino got injured last night and he's out with the upper body injury. And I know he's going to be out for the Buffalo game, but I hope it, I don't think it's anything serious. So Hopefully we get him back, but um, yeah, I hope we win. Um, I know that uh, Thomas Hurdle on the Sharks, he actually might become a Bruin um, to be one of our centers. So that might be cool to play yeah. against him and see see how yeah. he plays. Cause I don't pay that much attention in the West Coast teams unless the totally. Bruins play them. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I guess it depends also who's in goal and we're going to see how Allmark plays mm-hmm. against the Sabres tomorrow. So that'll be interesting. But how did you become a Sharks fan? I'm just curious. Oh, so um, I had an internship <laughs> out in the Bay Area for like in college and stuff. I was out there for a year and one of my station's affiliates was the Sharks. And that was when they were in the Stanley Cup against the Pens. So I was out there for that and like worked at their affiliate and like all that kind of stuff. Got to do like promo stuff for the Stanley Cup, which was really cool. Um, like cool. being from, yeah, being from Jacksonville, Florida, like there's, it was either like you were a Bolts fan or a Panthers fan. And um. I just never really, I mean, like my dad was a Bolts fan, but I just never really cared until I got out there. So yeah. Right. (laughs) I know. Uh, Yeah. Everyone in Florida is like flexing right now. It's actually kind of annoying, but I told you that I was going to ask you about Evander Kane's suspension too, because of the COVID violations. Have you kept up with this at all? Yeah, he has a lot of allegations out towards him. Um, (laughs) I, I think they dismissed like the gambling or assault charges on him, but I could be wrong. They dismissed something, but it honestly doesn't surprise me. And I don't see how he's going to play in the league ever again after this. I mean, I know the NHL, like, like, okay. Like the NFL is 
is notorious for this. They have like women beaters and like rapists and everything in the mm-hmm. league. But usually, usually the NHL is pretty good about that, even though they have their own scandals, like the Blackhawk sexual assault scandal, which is super disturbing. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they crack down on that. But I don't see how you're gonna have this guy in the locker room. I mean, we have Tony D'Angelo on the hair the Carolina Hurricanes, and we know all that drama with him. Um, and they're allowing him into the league, but Evander Kane has so many allegations it's kind of hard to come back from apparently Tony D'Angelo has kind of redeemed himself and he got vaccinated and I mean I don't know the guy personally but I'm I'm I didn't want him back in the league but hopefully Evander Kane they'll be like no because Tony D'Angelo kind of sucked enough seeing that type of guy be able to solve a position and play but when you have, you know, assault and gambling and you're faking co- like COVID protocol is the most important thing in the league right now, because we're finally back to a regular season and everyone, pretty much everyone's vaccinated, trying to keep everyone safe. So that's just inexcusable. Like no one's going to want to be your teammate. Yeah. And no one's going to want to have you in the locker room. So he should be totally done. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. No. Bag. I feel like because I feel like hockey culture like we talk about it so much now it's like so toxic but like you said there's no way he can come back into the league like after it's like he's dipped into every bucket you can get into to like upset people there's no way even if it's just like yo it's like old hockey whatever I don't know who's going to want to play with him no one would respect him as a teammate like I don't know it's kind of like the Ben Simmons thing. Like he's the Ben Simmons of <laughs> hockey. Like <laughs> you're a whiny little bitch and you do bad things. And now you have no friends and no one who wants to play with you. So good luck. Like you're privileged mm-hmm. enough to play a professional sport and you fuck it up that badly. Like go to therapy. Like <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Like, it's just sad. Yeah. Um, so I know everyone loves too soon predictions. So I'm curious who your too soon Stanley cup champion prediction would be. So I'm between the Florida Panthers and the Vegas golden Knights. The Panthers are a wagon. I think they're still undefeated as of right now. I know it's only been a few games, but they beat the lightning last game four to one. And they always struggled against the Lightning. I mean, the Lightning, you know, Nikita Kudrov is back on long-term injured reserve. And there's a, <laughs> they have their own issues they need to work out. And they're definitely not going to three-peat. Knock on wood, pray to God. Um, but Please. so the Lightning have fallen off a little bit. But still, the Panthers wrecked them the other night. And the Lightning eliminated them in the playoffs last year. So the tables have turned mm-hmm. and... They had a lot of good signings. They signed legend Joe Thornton, mm-hmm. <laughs> ex-shark. <laughs> they <Yeah>. signed him. <laughs> He's an absolute legend. So um, they added some good veteran depth with him, and they just have they have all the key pieces. The only question for the Panthers for me is their goaltending. Um, Sergei Bobrovsky is kind of flaky, um, and mm-hmm. he's signed to an astronomical contract, which is a huge overpayment. So I can see the Panthers going. They're definitely going to make it past the first round because they struggle with that as well yes. as the Leafs <laughs> so I can see them I could see them in the final with maybe the Golden Knights and the Golden Knights you know 
They've only been in the league for five years. They have yet to miss the playoffs. Their fans are so spoiled. And I think their time is just like coming. Like it has to come eventually because they've been stacked for five years. And they did lose Marc-Andre Fleury, but Robin Leonard is still a really good goalie. So those are my two. If both teams are healthy, I can see that being a Stanley Cup final, which the Florida Panthers versus the Vegas Golden Knights, the most random thing, but I can see it happening. Who would you prefer to win in that situation? Because I like, I really start to not like the Golden Knights, I feel like the last few years. They're cringe. Everyone thinks they're cringe. <laughs> so cringe. So it's funny. Um, I, so my, one of my best friends uh, worked for the Panthers and he just got a job with the Golden Knights. So he's terrified the Panthers are going to win the cup. He's one of my closest friends and he just left like this is first season with the Knights. And he's like, the Panthers are so good. This can't be happening to me. Like he, he was with the Panthers when they were bad. And now they're like, yeah, and he's like, I swear if it's Panthers, Golden Knights, Stanley cup, I'm going to kill myself. So like I'm rooting for the Knights. <laughs> I'm, I would root for the Knights, even though I love the Panthers just for his sake. Yeah. He worked his butt off in the NHL and he's like, I want a ring. So so I would root for the Knights. So we'll see. I I, I actually love that. I, I asked for a bold prediction and you definitely gave me that, <laughs> ma'am. So I think my last hockey question, for at least for me, I don't know about Sarah, but I was curious about your new podcast that you are starting with your brother and one of his friends. Yes, my little brother, Cameron. Um, So he is a Bruins fan, my brother, obviously. And his friend, Alex, is a big Red Wings fan. So we're like, hey, like, let's combine our hockey knowledge and start a podcast. Like, podcasts are popular nowadays. You have to get your voice out there and your opinion. So, and, you know, my, my dream is to eventually be in sports. So I'm like, why not do that and put another thing on my resume? So I grabbed them and they're, they're both super funny, super smart kids. And I was like, all right, Mm -hmm. like we're going to have some banter on here because they always go at it about (laughs) things because they like disagree on a lot of things. And I'm just kind of a mediator. Like (laughs) I'm like, all right guys, like we got to wrap it up. So (laughs) they're, they're like good um, partners to have. And um, Alex is actually super big into like the advanced analytics. Like I know some mm-hmm. of it, but like he knows all that crazy stuff about hockey. So I'm like, let's just take all of our knowledges and put it together. So it's called the Brewings and Things podcast because it's like Bruins and Red Wings combined, but it's also a play on Ooh, like, I like brewing. that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, you know, like what's brewing? Like here's what's yeah. brewing in the NHL. So we're like, I came up with it because I'm obviously the creative one. So yeah, (laughs) you go girl. Yeah. You know, (laughs) women, you know, we're the smartest. So (laughs) I had to do We are the superior species and don't you forget it. Yes. uh, No argument there. So, so yeah, we released our first episode and um, we're doing like a once a week thing. We're going to record on Sundays and release on Monday. So you can get our episode weekly uh, every Monday on all platforms. So if you guys are out there and you want a great podcast, in addition to this legendary one, then please listen to mine. (laughs) That's dope. Everyone go subscribe. Yeah, please um, subscribe, like, comment, retweet, like. <laughs> what are your what are your handles? Uh like what platforms are you guys on? Oh, so like the podcast handle? Yeah. Oh, so the Twitter is 
BWAT podcast. So it's like Brew Wings and Things podcast. So it's at BWAT podcast. And then mine, Alex and Cameron's handles are all in the bio. And then just on all platforms, you just have to look up Brewings, which is B-R-U-W-I-N-G-S. So, and we're on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, Amazon, YouTube, all that jazz. So we're everywhere. That's amazing. <laughs> we're global. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's dope. Um, Sarah, do you have any other hockey questions? I don't think so. Okay, dope. I feel like it's still so early. It's yeah, tough. it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, all right, well, we can move on to our pop culture shit of the week. I don't know how into the Kardashians you are, Kaylee, but Courtney and Travis got engaged this week. What are your thoughts? Unfortunately, I am into them. <laughs> So. <laughs> me too it's okay I am too I'm like yep. you like feel the shame when you say it mm-hmm. and honestly who gives a fuck because they're iconic whether you hate them mm-hmm. or love them like mm-hmm. they have an empire and I wish that was my life because you know it's Next anyways <laughs> the devil works hard but Chris Jenner works harder so <laughs> yes ma'am well she I'm does. so <laughs> I'm so happy for Courtney though because while I think Scott is like super funny and hilarious he was obviously very toxic like it's no secret that he did not Mm -hmm. uh treat her right and I think he did cheat on her am I correct in that at some point yes I know he did early on in this like the beginning of the relationship and I would assume later too he's just kind of sus but yeah and then he (laughs) and then he dates like 19 year old girls and he's like 40 yeah (laughs) however old he is but I'm just really happy because like she's you know when a girl is like so public about a relationship and like so like PDA which like she posts them basically like banging each other on Instagram but like (laughs) I'm so for that like I'm so happy for her like (laughs) I'm all for women just like being happy and being sexual and like doing your thing like that that makes me happy because if a woman is happy that's how she's going to act with her man and she deserves Mm -hmm. it like she she seems like a great mom obviously I don't know her personally but she seems like she seems like one of the best out of all the Kardashians she's pretty unproblematic like yeah I agree yeah like she hasn't gotten a ton of surgeries which I'm not against plastic surgery but she you know like Kylie has a million surgeries but she'll deny it like that's what Mm -hmm. doesn't sit right with me like Mm -hmm. if you're gonna get surgery at least like be like okay yes I did have things done like to not give girls like the wrong idea of how you're supposed Mm -hmm. to look and I remember I think it was Kim that called Courtney the least interesting to look at one time Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like girl she's the most interesting like she like Chloe has a new face every day (laughs) like Kim like and Kim is just Kim like she's beautiful and everything but like Courtney is just she's so gorgeous so I'm just so happy for her and like I really think this one's gonna last and I'm sure he's a great guy and like treats the kids right too so I'm just like ecstatic for her and the engagement pictures are so cute so that's my take (laughs) he has kids too right yes I'm not sure I'm sure he does they're probably the same one of them's like one of them I think the oldest one's maybe like 15 or 14 maybe even older I know he's a teenager because he pops up on my TikTok for you page all the time and I was like, how's this kid always with Kourtney Kardashian? And then I like finally looked into it. I was like, oh, it's his son. That makes more mm. sense. But yeah, I know he has at least two kids. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I thought he had kids, which might explain like, I, I don't know. I like weirdly think that they're like perfect for each other as weird as he is. It's like, I never would have pictured her with someone like that, but I like that she is with someone like that. And they're like older and already have kids. So, and, and their own money. So it's like, they're just, mm-hmm. I think that this, I, I think that this is going to be like the relationship that lasts. Plus like, she strikes me as the type to like, not really get into a relationship unless she's into it. So, I mean, I, I feel like it could work, but also I do like Scott's a shit bag. Don't get me wrong, but like, I kind of feel bad for him because I know that he loves her. He just like knows that he is he, like, she's too good for him. I feel like mm-hmm. I just Absolutely. like, cause I know like Courtney and Courtney and Travis were friends for a long time before, like they ever started dating. And I just feel like Scott had so many chances because they started dating when they were both so young and like I get it like he's like had so much to deal with like everyone has and you know I feel like he does his best like as a father you know and he tried like they were never married or anything but I'm like you can only give someone so many chances I feel like that's probably so draining for her so it is nice like Kaylee said for her to be so like publicly happy about it I don't know I'm just like good you know what she deserves that she's gone through some shit the last however many years I'm glad she's happy Scott has his own issues he's dating barely legal children so (laughs) good luck to him I guess I hope he's not at the wedding yeah and Scott is definitely salty because I don't know if you saw that he dm'd Courtney's ex Eunice um yeah of her uh (laughs) Travis like making out and I forget what he said but Eunice was like it's none of our business as long as she's happy and then he goes I'm not your bro and I was like yes yeah I was like, put him in the, put him in the grave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you tell him, you tell him. I love that he said that to Scott and he exposed the DMs on top of it. I was like, that is a king right there. <laughs> yeah, that's king That's how shit. it should be. Yeah, and so like, you know, Scott is jealous and salty. Like he like sent it to Eunice, like, and he's like, it's none of our business as long as she's happy. And Scott was probably like, oh shit. Like he looks so stupid now. I would, if I was Courtney, I would love that. I'd be like, hell yeah, I won. (laughs) Do you think that he's going to get an invite to the wedding? I probably, because they'll make good headlines and Kris Jenner's like, I'm going to secretly invite him. I know. She's going to send out a secret invitation to like (laughs) drama, but I don't know because I mean, it's because his kids are involved. So that's the only reason I would feel like it, but Mm -hmm. also I feel like he would be the type to get super drunk or something and like ruin the whole wedding. Yeah. That That would would be be awesome. Kendra's like please we need the chaos I crave chaos <laughs> that just I thought- feel so bad for Courtney though if that were to happen yo I would and love Travis to- and Travis yo what if Travis and Scott got in a fucking fist fight <laughs> who no <would> no <laughs> she wants people to get beat it- up <laughs> like She's never even been married. This is good. Like, that's her first time ever being proposed to. I want her wedding. I don't know her at all. Maybe she's actually such a shitty person. But from what I know about Courtney Carter, I'm like, I hope she has the most perfect fairy tale <laughs> wedding and everything's amazing and goes perfectly for her. 
yeah I mean awesome. the show the show is over anyway so it wouldn't really make for good mm-hmm. tv right so maybe Chris Jenner will hold back and won't invite Scott but I also love how he like takes digs at like the family and jokes about how like they don't have talent though like I remember one of the episodes <laughs> he was like cheers to like Kim's ass or something because without that we all wouldn't be here and they were like a yeah. family member, and they all like cheers to yes. it like <laughs> He's just, oh, he's so funny, but it's so hard to like defend him. So I hope he doesn't fuck up her special day. (laughs) I don't know. I would kind of love it, but you know, whatever. I'm alone in that, I guess. Guess Um, we'll find out. I also wonder like if Travis and Courtney would have like a kid. I feel like she loves being a mom a lot. And I feel Mm -hmm. like she probably would want another kid, especially when you're so in love with someone like this really seems like the love of her life. I mean, I know celebrity relationships crash and burn a lot, but I would be surprised if this one doesn't last. But also, I don't know, like how old she is. Like, is she still like a good age to have kids? Do we know that? She's like, I don't Yeah, I don't know. Cause she's at least 40 now, right? She has to I think so. I don't know. I just know there's more complications when you're older and try to have children and stuff. So, and she's very like health conscious and she seems very like, you know, she's like gluten free and like all that crazy stuff. So I know she's really like concerned about health and well-being. So, but maybe she's healthy enough to wear that something that would work for her, but I could see her having a baby with him for sure. Why do I feel like the baby would come out with like his tattoos on it already like I genuinely I was don't just know. trying to picture the baby and that's, that's all what I, I thought think too. about like it'd be like a tattooed bald yes. head the yes, baby. Me too. yeah just like sharpie marker yeah. like growing into his tattoos like he already or they or she or whatever already has <laughs> is that I'm fucked up dying. no because no, I pictured I the, the same, same thing thought. He comes out like this with like drumsticks in yeah. his hands and like, like a little rocker. Hell yeah. Yo, that's all I can picture. Like, I, I don't know Unless it's a girl. Why. That would Unless be it's even a girl, better. Then it's going to be a little princess. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's, that is lit. Um, so you actually brought this up that, so if you are listening to this episode, we are recording this Thursday night at 7 30 PM, but you won't hear this until Saturday. Brian Laundry's remains confirmed. Kaylee, you brought this up. I want to know what like your favorite conspiracy, like top, like how, how invested have you been? And like, what are all of your thoughts? And like, how did you react to this? Cause I think I have some, and I'm sure Sarah does too. Yeah, I mean, I've I've followed it to the point where like, I just, none of it made sense from the beginning. I don't know how this man got away from the FBI or how he wasn't under surveillance, even though I guess he wasn't a prime suspect until she was found dead. But how does that make any sense? Because when a spouse, when a wife, girlfriend, whatever is murdered, you immediately look at the husband, boyfriend, Mm, the closest family, like, I could have been in the freaking FBI. Like I, I Scooby-Doo would have known this and fucking investigated that shit. Like, it's like, and I'm not trying to make a joke about the situation. I just think it's so pathetic how badly they messed up with this. And I think his family was heavily involved. I think they need yes. to be in jail with either obstruction of justice or aiding and abetting because they definitely helped him get away. And then I, apparently they didn't find his body until the family helped. 
that's what I heard. I heard the family was um, partaking in the search and they kind of led the cops to where he was. So I feel like they were a part of this and knew all about it. So they need to be being questioned immediately before they go missing too yeah. or something. So it's just so sad that it had to end this way because he's a piece of shit and the family deserves closure. I mean, he's dead, which is great, but at the same time, like he needs to be rotting in jail. So I just oh. find it super unfortunate oh. and yeah. So fuck him. <laughs> There, there was the Jackson Bork of the week. Sorry, people. I, I love dogs. I have a dog too. Don't worry about it. And your dog is precious. <laughs> Thank you. He's kind of, he's pretty legit. I don't know. I have like a ton of thoughts about this. Like, first of all, I feel bad that he like, not like, I wanted the closure for her family to like, at least know why if they found him, you know what I mean? Or like to be able to like, mm-hmm. like, I know for some people, like, I know everyone handles that stuff differently, but if it were me, I feel like I would want him alive if that makes sense um but also like I kind of did not expect him to still be in Florida at all and did you see the shit where like it was the hand in the garden no what's that yo okay I'm actually on like Brian Laundry TikTok so I like saw like there's the whole conspiracy theory that he was hiding in a bunker under his parents yard because it looked like a hand was like handing someone a note up through like the dirt of a garden and it went like so viral it was crazy what the hell is yeah. this oh my god that's terrifying and there's a video of it yeah it was like all over tiktok sarah i'm surprised you haven't seen oh. that I see I went on TikTok in a few weeks because I have I go through phases but yeah I was deep in on that side of TikTok for a while but I don't know I feel like I agree with what you guys said like I would want him alive just for the fact that I feel like the family deserves to know what happened and it's kind of like he went out on his own terms which he does not deserve that and neither does his family because he they definitely played a role in that and I think that's not fair to her family either that they got to like control this entire case basically. Do you think he killed those other people too? Have you guys I heard about that? Leaning towards, yeah. I was the leaning towards, people? yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. He's obviously a killer and they were in the same area, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see it, but I guess we'll never know, right? Unless they find DNA evidence. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I feel like he had to. I feel like he was like on a spree and was just like a narcissist. I don't know like did he have like some sort of mental break maybe but also like you saw like those videos of like her when was it like the police pulled them over or something and they were like yelling at her the police officers so Mm. clearly like something happened on that trip so I'm like maybe he just went insane but I also feel like those type of people it's not some like sporadic moments like was it all planned that's why I don't get well he was like reading that book about how to get away with murder I saw on his, they looked up his Pinterest account. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those like daily mail articles on Snapchat that it said it. Um, But it said that like he had all these like death things on there. It was like skulls and like weird Mm -hmm. quotes about death. And I didn't know he was, yeah, I didn't know he was reading a book about that shit. Like there's your answer right there. Like, yeah. So like there's pictures on her Instagram or something and someone zoomed in on 
the pictures and he was like reading this book about this guy who I am I'm sure it's fiction but it's like about a guy how like how to get away with murder like literally was reading it on their road trip I'm gonna have to google that because that's fucked up yeah that's like so eerie and yeah I think like you said I think he's just a classic narcissist and uh Gabby's best friend said that like he wasn't always nice and she knew he was kind of a wacko and like the mm-hmm. the they said like the um body cam video footage from the cops they said that's like classic narcissistic behavior like he was pinning it all on Gabby and he was like smiling about everything and acting super calm and they said just the way he acted was just so like telling of just a psycho like and um yeah so I yeah I apparently people who know like who are like mental health experts said the way he his mannerisms and the way he was talking just show that he was like a narcissist and something was wrong with him so we definitely know it was him and I think he just exploded yeah kind of just the fact like obviously people go on like road trips all the time just to chew him and stuff but I don't know like if you think about the fact that he definitely is a narcissist like narcissists love to take people away from like their loved ones like their family and friends like she was gone for like months on this trip like she did not see anyone and so it kind of does seem like it was all part of this fucked up narcissist plan to get away with murder whatever the fuck he was doing out there because yeah I don't think it was just her sadly yeah that's so true that's a good point yeah yeah well uh, not that any of her family will ever listen to this, but in the off chance that you knew her or something like that, obviously our condolences. Um, this has just been like a really hot topic. So one of the, wanted to touch on it since that was something trending today. Um, going to our tea party segment, we got tweeted a ton this week, Kaylee. I don't know if you saw this about, cause we talked about Patrick Mahomes, little brother and his, and his like it, fiance wife, are they married yet? last week um and just like his I don't TikToks think married how, yet not yeah, yet you should break it off now though yeah that's what we were saying <laughs> last week but did you guys see the TikTok he made this weekend at the game oh yeah yep oh, oh yeah <laughs> Kaylee what do you what do you think about his little brother and his fiance I want to send them both to the fucking moon <laughs> they are uh, they are unbearable if I had to be in a room with those two I would, oh my God, I would off myself. Like he, like, it's not even that he makes TikToks. Like TikTok's great. I I love TikTok too. I think it's addicting, hilarious, whatever. Like it's the fact that he, number one, he acts like he plays for the freaking Chiefs. Like, no, you don't like simmer down, get off the sidelines, go sit in your seat and watch the damn game. And then Brittany is just she just seems so obnoxious and she, her live tweeting, like, I know we all live tweet too, but she's to the point where it's like, she just fights with fans and she's so like biased and just annoying. And the fact that she's the one that films Jackson's TikToks, I'm like, both of you are just (laughs) the worst. And the whole thing with him dancing on the Sean Taylor um, number thing. I just don't buy that because he, his excuse was they were instructed to stand there, but it was a chained off area. And there was even like a worker standing there. So I don't know how they got there, but he's like, we were actually instructed to stand there. I'm like, why would they take you from the sidelines and tell you to stand on a roped off number? Like it almost looks like he just did it because it was a good view or like a good shot or whatever. So I don't buy it one bit. He was like, I'm sorry, we were instructed to. So that's just bullshit and disrespectful. And yeah, he's a liar. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I don't know how that. Patrick Mahomes has not lost his mind yet, honestly. What right? Like, where's seeing her? Where's like, my I, NFL where, quarterback? Yeah, like, we're all pro. <laughs> we are, like, girls' girls. You know what I mean? Like, there are girls who are girls' girls, but, like, in a male industry, you have to be girls' girls. And, like, I just... I, I don't like to talk shit about other girls if they don't like deserve it or whatever, but she's fucking annoying. Like, what does he see in her? Like he, he she is making people hate you. Yeah. And um, like the fact that they have a kid now, I'm like, this girl totally either like slipped up and didn't take her birth control and was like, oopsies, or she like poked a <laughs> hole in the condom or something. Like, and that might be harsh, <laughs> but like, I don't know. True, like, yeah. Cause <laughs> he's locked in for life now. Even if they're, even if they get divorced or they break up, she got that child support. So good for her, I guess. If you could be that crazy and land NFL QB, one of the best ones at that, then more power to you. Her name is Sterling no. Sky. That's the daughter's that's, name? That's the kid's yes. name? Yes. Of course it is. Sterling I don't think Patrick Sky. chose that name. Interesting. No. She probably like held a knife to him and was like, it's Sterling or else. And he was like, okay, honey. <laughs> Why do I like you? Have you ever seen the like meme of the little chick with the knife? The little, yeah. Yes. The that little, is like, all suffering. I'm thinking about. Yes, that is all I'm thinking about right now. Why do I feel like that's Sarah when she's mad? <laughs> oh, that's my that's God. me when I'm mad though too. Yeah, that is. I have that meme saved because I love using that one. <laughs> yes, yeah, see, it makes sense. But that's how I am too. So I'm like, when I'm mad, everyone's like, "Okay, Kaylee, like, settle yeah. down. <laughs> You're not scary." Yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> I could. I could tell you would definitely like you could definitely scare me if you were mad at me <laughs> in like a good way like you, you just seem like you like step on bitches necks which is yeah. a good thing <laughs> yeah I can be kind of savage at times it's it's my favorite thing about myself and my least favorite thing about myself I will say that um good, good for you honestly don't take no shit <laughs> I take too much shit my mouth is in trouble Same. sometimes though but it's probably deserved a little bit yeah. to whoever you're directing it at. Yeah, like I'm I'm <laughs> nice to everybody, but if you are on my bad side, like you never question where you stand with me. Like you know how I feel about you. But that's good. That just means you're like real and transparent. Like I would rather someone be blunt with me. Like if you don't like me, I'd rather you just be a total bitch and I would just yeah. like, ignore you and avoid you. <laughs> but like, so honestly, I commend you for that because <laughs> you. you don't care because you don't care what people think of you, obviously. And you also don't care about like losing friends because like, not that people don't want to be your friend, but like you would <laughs> rather like stick up for yourself than totally. be like fake or just like please people and that's something totally. I am so bad at like I'm a doormat I'm like oh like you're like treating me like shit like <laughs> do it more <laughs> like go for it I am the biggest doormat people pleaser there is I'm like whatever I'll see it's like that Spongebob episode where it's like you need to be more assertive <laughs> that's how I feel every single day <laughs> I freaking love that you made that comparison because I joke about that about myself all the time he's like he stole your ice cream now let him have it and he goes you can have it and he's like no not not like that. <laughs> That's so <laughs> I love that and I love Spongebob I always make that comparison to myself too you need Kendra you need to be our plankton you need to teach us to be assertive 
that's so funny because I'm always like I think every friend group needs someone who's going to like be like no or are you sure or that hurt my feelings or like be told those sorts of things so like I'm kind of okay with being the bitch sometimes but my mouth does get me in trouble like the other night I had some not so nice words for this woman on the monster and it she got booed and left it was you know whatever whatever anyways um, did you get her kicked out or something so okay I need the story now you can't (laughs) I need it here the night I went to the game last week without Sarah I oh I was with my friend Chrissy and it was the night that was so cold and windy and like up on the monster like when it's standing room it's just like a like a bar where you like set your drinks and stuff and obviously like you buy two when you go so that you don't have to go more often and you can only buy two so I had two and I was finishing I finished one like you know how like you sometimes leave like half a sip in the bottom of the can or whatever the like wind knocked the can over and it like splashed like the like last sip on the bar and this woman looks at me and she was like if you spill that on me we're gonna have a problem and I was just like okay sister and it was like that inning where they had all of those runs scored so I was gonna like throw them away but I'm not gonna walk away to do that in the middle of an inning and so Mm -hmm. um she like got so pissed at me and was like trying to tell me where the trash can was and stuff and I was like and her boyfriend like came and like wiped it up and was like oh I'll take care of this for you don't worry about it and I was like is this y'all's first Red Sox game and she was like no is it yours and I was like yeah like it is and then we made friends with like these people around us and like they started booing them and they literally like left because she was like making such a stink about like a couple drops of a seltzer that got knocked over by the wind Okay, first of all, why are you at a fucking sporting event if you can't handle alcohol or like, like, even like when people walk by you, if they're holding like those beer cups, I've had shit spilled down my arm, like on accident, like Mm -hmm. beer will get spilled as long as someone deliberately didn't dump shit on you or is being belligerent, like for don't go to sports game, you don't deserve to be at a playoff game, like you're a loser, like (laughs) that was deserved though, like I I even would have been sassy, I would have been like, suck it up, like go home, no one wants you here, like we're trying to have a good time, so that's like so lame, was she like a Karen, was she like, older like middle-aged white woman I don't know like (laughs) I didn't know that her husband was her husband like he like made a comment about like somebody or something to me when they were announcing lineups and I like responded back to him and she like came up and like got in between us and like put her arm on the rail and like separated us and I was just like all right like whatever you know and I think that that's kind of where it started even though like I was not jealous I wasn't doing anything weird (laughs) I hate that shit it's like ah I don't know so it just like kind of got awkward after that because that was like very blatant um but yeah like I don't she wasn't like a Karen and she was drinking too so I was just like why are you being a dick bag like that wasn't my fault it's like yeah there's two of us here we have a couple cans like I'm finishing my drink and it's in the middle of an inning like chill out it's cold and windy like just it's it's a fucking baseball game it's not that deep um yeah but yeah she must be fun at parties <laughs> yeah but my mouth Jeez. my mouth can get me in trouble sometimes so like if I had gotten like a scrap on the monster could you imagine I would have been on barstool <laughs> immediately I was just gonna say I'd be scrolling and see Kendra on barstool like oh my God. honestly I would have loved it I would have like retweet like get this girl like a gig <laughs> UFC oh, gig man. oh man <laughs> Some bitches just need their ass beat, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That is a quote if I have ever heard one. (laughs) So, Kaylee, 
we do this segment called like tweets of the week but like it could be a dm it could be multiple tweets multiple dms just like something that you got on the internet this week that was like sauce or weird or like someone needed to be bonked for so um i have two that i want to talk about sarah how many do you have um i have one okay all right do you want to go first then okay yeah I'll go last because I have to find, yep. I definitely have one and I think I screenshotted it at some point actually. So yep. go ahead guys. All right. Actually, Sarah, I'll go, you go, I'll go again. And then Kaylee can go. How about that? So we can break it up. Okay. <laughs> that was way okay. more complicated than it needed to be. <laughs> um, my first of this week, I got a DM this morning and I, it's not that I think that these are funny. Just the fact that someone sent this to me is funny. Um, someone named John messaged me this morning and said, hi, I have cerebral palsy and hearing aids. Is that okay with you? Please. I was born with it. With just no context. And the only DM this man has ever sent me. And it's like in a request form. And I just, I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> I mean, it's not like he like asked you on a date and then said, by the way, I have this. Like, I hope you're okay with it. He just said that out of nowhere. And I don't know. If Wait, like, did you <laughs> like, I'm guessing you didn't respond. Like I would have been like, context, please. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Do I respond? Do I just not? I don't want him to think it's not okay that he's, if it's true, if it's not, like, fuck that guy. But, like, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm looking for some advice here. Yeah. Well, like, I really, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel that's like I can't even, respond. Like, that's not even close to the weirdest thing, too. Like, Mm-mm. compared to some of the things I'm sure we all get. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, so strange. Um, Sarah, what is yours? Okay, this is from this guy on Twitter that I followed him back. But as you know, I don't really respond to DMs. I don't respond to, I don't respond to pretty much anything. And this guy's been <laughs> messaging me now for a few months asking me. <laughs> asking me out I've just been blatantly ignoring I have not acknowledged him once whatever and so it was Ty Anderson actually responded to one of my tweets the other day because I tweeted that picture of me in my new Red Sox hat and then he like responded like oh it's a helicopter hat or something it was like some like get I saw that meme meme. yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it was like helicopter hats gets you mates and I was like I don't own a helicopter hat is that why I don't have a mate this guy sends me that response of mine goes Nah, it's because you won't let me take you out and show you a great evening just because I'm a conservative. The straight white male Christian hate is real. Not all conservatives are racist, sexist, homophobic scumbags, you know, kind of like how all liberals aren't purple haired, trans, communist, socialist sheep. Just a little advice for you. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I have never like I've never spoken to you. I don't know a thing about your politics. I don't know a thing about you. I don't want to go out with you because you're just some random fuck on Twitter who, mind you, does not have his own name on there, does not have a picture. He's a sports betting account. Why the fuck would I be like, I would love to go out with you. You That'll sports make you betting wrong. account. <laughs> so no. That's, that's, that's why I'm not that responding. 
not into it to start you've and the last message you sent me before that was when I was in Vermont and he said he goes oh I vacation there did you follow me there so I'm like I've been going there for years now all of a sudden you're there I don't know you like I honestly think I've never seen a tweet of yours because that's how irrelevant you are to me and then he's like accusing me (laughs) he's like the straight white Christian male I'm like I don't know what the fuck you look like Like, you don't have a picture of yourself. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, <laughs> you definitely followed this guy to Vermont and tracked him and found a GPS and stalked him just to go to Vermont with him. Like, that's Sarah, totally like, Can you please screenshot what? that DM and then his profile picture and just be like, this you? Yes. Well, Hit him with the this you. pictures. His picture's a picture of Massachusetts. It's like a map of it. The state of Massachusetts is not a conservative at all. Thank you, though. What am I supposed to do with that? I'm just what laughing because <laughs> it's always a guy. The username is always like John123456789. And then it's a picture <laughs> of like either a selfie of them like this with like a double chin <laughs> or it's not them. Or like you said, it's like Massachusetts or like the Red Sox logo. And then yeah, their bio some, is like, random proud father, proud husband. And I'm like, are you sure? Like... Girl dad, John 316. Yeah. <laughs> Love Jesus. Pray every day and harass women on Twitter. <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to know a thing about you? You know, I'm just going to go out because I posted the screenshot of the DM at first and I put out his name. Like I took it out. But someone responded. I was like, I know this asshole. You should tag him. He deserves it. And then I didn't. So he tagged him anyways. I was like, dude. So I just deleted it. But you know what? If you follow the mass hole capper, don't okay. oh my god <laughs> don't Mass- Mass- don't, take- <laughs> don't take his sports betting advice don't take anything from that man he's clearly not sane so do not follow mass hole capper unwell fucking phenomenal um so i'm gonna do something for my next one that i haven't done before but this guy who i thought was like a fan or okay no this is what happened i did one of those like respond story things where like you can like respond like just click the sticker and like reply and he like said something and I think I replied I think that this is the guy who was talking about my tits last week and I have all these messages from him so I haven't opened them yet and they're sitting in my inbox so I'm just gonna open them and read them all potentially if they are funny but I wanted to get live reactions so (laughs) oh my god yeah it is the guy so he slid up on that story and like clapped and like about my boobs and then he goes you always seem happy are you hiding pain the happiest people i've seen always <laughs> seem the most hurt what? <laughs> maybe you like licking things question mark thoughts on one night stands question mark um he called me babe wifey he goes i'd eat you up coming soon more like coming soon drooling <laughs> let's fucking go stroke these are all over time these are like this is like the last five days and then he goes but yeah over a day yeah like over a period of days if they lose you owe me a date question mark (laughs) 11 you own that day right jesus after (laughs) asking about my boobs is this the one that was um you were you were posting instagram stories and it was like tits and stuff Mm-hmm. And he was like harassing you and you were posting yep. him on your story. 
Yep. <laughs> and why the, I think my favorite thing about DMs is that when you don't respond and they keep going and it somehow gets worse, like yes. <laughs> you think that even for psychos, if you don't get a response after maybe one or two, they would just stop and maybe move on to the next victim, but they are mm-hmm. relentless. Mm-hmm. Like they do not like can you imagine looking in your inbox and just seeing 20 unanswered dms that you sent to a girl and you're like oh maybe i'm just not trying hard enough or maybe that my 25th dm will be the one like oh my god i don't get dude. it like do they not get embarrassed i'd be so no. embarrassed <laughs> i delete my account if i sent that many messages and someone just left i'd be like i can't do this anymore social media isn't for me like <laughs> That I think that's the, it's not even like the mess. Well, it is the messages, but the part that they keep going is what blows my mind. Like oh, have some yeah. self-awareness. Also, I'm not like fucking <laughs> Jessica Alba over here. Like I'm just some dumbass with Twitter fingers. Debatable. <laughs> um, his bio is never trust a hug. It's a way to hide your face. And his profile picture is one of those like blow up T-Rex things. Never, wait, never trust. I thought you were going to say never trust a hoe, like 303. No. <laughs> never trust a hoe. <laughs> I loved that song. Bang. Um, Kaylee, what is your tweet DM situation of your last few days? So I'm glad I remember this one and found it. But so this guy messaged me and his profile picture was Dansby Swanson. So I was like, daddy, maybe it's Dansby's burner. Mm. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. I did not think that, but I decided to answer this one. It was a DM request on Twitter. Just says like, all right, where's this going? So he said, damn, you're sexy as hell with hard eyes and like the sweating emoji. And I just wanted to fuck with him. And I said, Dansby. And he goes, (laughs) he goes, he wishes. And I put a sad face and then, um, he goes, I know he's pretty disappointed about it. You are fucking gorgeous, by the way. And I was like, wait, who's he? And he goes, Dansby, he's disappointed that he isn't me. And I didn't respond. And he goes, any chance at all, you can give me your opinion of my cock. (laughs) And I literally said, I'll pass. Usually I would just not respond, but I just said, I'll pass. And he goes, fair enough, LOL. (laughs) You are absolutely fire. Have a wonderful day. (laughs) trying to impersonate Dansby Swanson to send girls your dick yeah yep yep I was like Dansby would never no Dansby is a god and is probably very faithful to his girlfriend even though most most athletes are not but I know Dansby is like (laughs) a freaking angel but yeah he asked um if I could give my opinion of his cock and this was at 1 p.m in the (laughs) afternoon so I think it was like Monday so one o'clock on on a Monday afternoon (laughs) <laughs> you should you should have just been like only if you'll rate mine <laughs> that would have been so good I'm gonna use that next time <laughs> if a guy says like can I send you my dick or whatever, I would be like pick for pick I'll send you mine yeah and then just <laughs> find the genius. biggest dick you can find on google images yes that is so freaking genius I, how come I never thought of that <laughs> oh my because god I am- I'm so excited to use that I am straight up fucking evil. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Girls, every girl out there listening, you need to do that. We need to all do that from now on. <laughs> yep. Um, Sarah, do you have any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts? I don't think so. I'm actually, it's funny that we were talking about Dansby Swanson because I just put the game on mute and they just showed him. 
That is a beautiful mm. man. That is he, it. one yeah. beautiful man. Mm-hmm. I would risk it all. Like, no offense, guys, but go Braves. Like, I want to see champagne-covered Dansby Swanson. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. hell yeah. Go Braves. <laughs> go yeah, Braves. Hell so yeah. They're, they're my bandwagon if I had to choose. So, man, he's yeah. so fine. That's fair. That's a fair <laughs> choice. If Hold I was on. a Red Sox fan, I'd probably go Braves. Yeah, that's right. Why, that's literally why I like am rooting for the Braves is because I just want to see Dancing Swanson on TV for longer. He, he's hello. so unproblematic. And like, where do these men exist? Like, and you're an athlete. Like, oh my God. Like, him and Max Freed. I love Max Freed. Mm, yes. Starting tonight for the Braves. And they just showed him too, warming up. I was like, wow, what a good looking crew they got out there. <laughs> isn't Joe Kelly pitching tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, her face. That should be. That should be quite the implosion. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's funny. <laughs> uh, I think that's okay. hilarious. That's what they resorted to. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, on a do or die game, right? It's is yeah. this like yeah, this is do or die yeah. for them, right? <laughs> Kaylee, which I have... guess. Oh, go ahead, Sarah. Sorry. I was gonna say the Dodgers bullpen pitching in general hasn't been really their issue. But just like, like she said, it's a do or die game and your starters, Joe Kelly, it kind of just seems like you're waving the white flag. RIP. <laughs> Kaylee, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, Closing thoughts. Um, Well, I'm so excited and so happy that you guys invited me on. This was a blast. And I think what you guys are doing in sports is just absolutely amazing. Like I stand you guys so hard. Like I, I wish you all the success and everything that you do. And I think you're rock stars for like dealing with all these creeps and critics and like, we all go through it, unfortunately, but I think it's so important that we all stick together. And even though that's corny, like in such a male dominated industry, like you can't tear the women down if we form a union and we don't back down so it's so nice to have like nice girls like I don't like I hate that mean girl shit so it's so refreshing to have you guys like be so supportive and not be like catty or jealous and I think that's going to take you guys really far and I mean you're both already very successful so I just want to say that it's so nice to like be able to connect with you guys and being on here really means a lot and to like be your friend even though we've never actually like met so I just want to say like applause to women in sports and you guys and keep doing what you're doing because you'll go even farther than you already have so um well I'm crying in the club I don't know about you Sarah holy shit I'm like tearing up that was so fucking nice um that was so I'm like actually like crying what the fuck um but thanks so much I have a way with words you do thanks so much for joining us Everyone, go listen to Kaylee's new podcast. You can follow her on Instagram at Bay on K and at Two Karask on Twitter. I also love your Twitter <laughs> name. Every time I see it, it makes Same. me like crack up. So um, I'm looking for forward us. to cracking up. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I know Sarah posted something with that, so I had to I say it. Like, I I'm love looking that forward sound. to cracking up. <laughs> Sorry, um, Kendra. No, you're so fine. That was so on point. And I, yes. Um, but thank you so much for listening to Saturdays and Seltzers. Um, we love you guys. Keep on tipping y'all and we'll see you next week. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh. Tell them no free sample if they ever want to try. Gotta buy the whole damn pie if you ever want to slice. That's the truth. 
Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze to Q. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them girl, get them girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them girl, get them girl. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your host, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, uh.